Welcome to Renewables in Action, the podcast that gives you all the information you want to know about renewable energy across the world. Hello and welcome to our latest podcast episode. Today, we have a truly special guest joining us. With us is the esteemed president for Middle East and Africa at Rolls Voice, an individual whose contribution and leadership continue to make significant impact in the energy sector. Our conversation today took place at the Africa Energy Forum, an event that brings together leading minds in the industry to address the energy challenges and opportunities facing the African continent. In this episode, we discuss the evolving landscape of energy production in Africa, the unique role Rolls-Royce play in this critical sector, and how innovation in technologies are paving the way for a more sustainable and energy-efficient future. This conversation is filled with insightful perspective, candid reflection, and a deep dive into what the future holds for energy in Africa. Whether you are an energy professional, or simply someone interested in the intersection of industry, technology, and sustainability, this episode is for you. So without further ado, let's dive into the discussion. Do you want to understand the renewable energy sector, its trends, business models, and insights? Are you interested in learning about the challenges and opportunities, as well as how you or your business can thrive in this new world? Welcome to Renewables in Action, the show that helps you realize your potential in this industry, which is the fastest growing source of energy in the world. Here is your host, former automotive engineer turned clean energy entrepreneur and expert, Tony you. Good morning, everybody. So we're here at AEF 2023. So uh, very busy, a lot of people. And we're talking today to a very iconic company. And I have here with me John Kelly, who is the president of Middle East and Africa for Rolls-Royce. And uh, John, I want you to give us justice and properly introduce yourself. So who are you and what is Rolls-Royce? Thank you. Um, so Rolls-Royce, I, as you say, iconic brand, known the world over, um, lots of history. So uh, over 100 years ago, the company was founded uh, by uh, Charles Rolls, Henry Royce, uh, and has focused in on providing the best engines Started with automotive, uh, applied it to uh, aviation. Uh, in 1970s, the company did split, so it doesn't do cars today. Uh, you have to talk to BMW for the cars, but we have continued to drive forward uh, excellence in terms of engines for aviation, uh, for land, uh, and for marine. Uh, recently, we also brought on board another iconic company, uh, so across the African market, uh, another well-known part of our company is called NTU, which provide power system solutions. And because we're here in Nairobi at the Energy Forum, uh, we are very much focused on our power systems capabilities, what they provide today in terms of critical power for the continent, uh, but also importantly, how they can drive us forward uh, in a uh, reduced carbon uh, drive towards net zero, which yeah. as we know is really important alongside economic development. Yeah. AEF is actually celebrating 25th anniversary, and that is the first time they're coming to continental Africa, right? Before it was Mauritius, yeah? Yep. And what is important to have it in Africa to you? So, being in Africa for us is super important. We have got a long history 
over 100 years in Africa, uh, working in aviation, working with the continent's airlines, uh, working with rail companies. So we've been in Africa for a long time, um, but alongside its phenomenal growth and phenomenal growth opportunities, we do recognize being here, understanding Africa, understanding its requirements, tailoring our solutions is really important. So one of our key announcements, we're really pleased this week to be announcing the launch of our East African headquarters based here in Nairobi. Uh, and that's really important. Recognizes the critical importance of this region and its growth. Uh, the demographics speak for themselves. You know, 6.5% growth over the next four or five years. Significant demographics in terms of the population, 170 million, around 170 million per annum GDP. Um, that offers a fantastic growth opportunity, and we're really privileged to provide the power solutions to enable that growth, but enable it in a low-carbon, environmentally friendly way. That's very big news that you announced here. Absolutely. So why Nairobi? Why uh, Kenya? Why Nairobi? Again, I think the demographics speak for themselves. It's strategically important. One of the things that's really impressive for Kenya particularly is you're already running 80% renewables. That's phenomenal. Um, so it is a great environment to harness that capability, to harness the focus on sustainable energy, um, and then continue to, to provide that growth. So the markets we supply with our powers, uh, power supply units, uh, the likes of rail. Now we've recently collaborated with Kenya Rail to provide brand new power generation sets for their locomotives. Um, for things in the region such as uh, aviation, again, a big market, lots of growth, things like mining, so East Africa, Southern Africa, huge opportunities in terms of critical uh, minerals, uh, critical mining capabilities, but we want to do that sustainably. Uh, what we don't want is to provide those critical minerals to help decarbonize the world in terms of batteries and capability, but then create extra carbon as we produce it and we want to do it ethically so we are confident that uh, both our products are environmentally friendly and also ethically friendly as well mm. you've been mentioning sustainability a few times here mm -hmm. so visibility is really important for a company and I know you're really pushing in the area of sustainable fuel Correct. so can you elaborate a bit more on that please absolutely so thank you for the, the flip to to focus on the sustainable fuels because it's it's one of our key topics for the forum um, a lot of our products today, diesel generators, gas generators, uh, similar for our aviation products, they do rely on fuel. And traditionally they've been fossil fuels, the likes of kerosene, the likes of diesel. The best way today, available now, to decarbonize those products is to run them on sustainable fuels. Some really good examples, we have invested We've done the research, we've done the testing on our engines so that we know today they are safe and reliable to run on 100% sustainable fuel. Uh, so for example, you can run our diesel generators, diesel power generators, on what's called uh, hydro-treated vegetable oil, or HVO, uh, which can be produced locally uh, and is a, a, what we call a, a drop-in or a, a, a viable alternative to traditional fuels. Not only does it run the engine safely and reliable, there are also additional benefits. It's higher calorific content. It's got additional benefits 
which enhance the performance of the engine. We've done the same thing on our aviation products. So when you fly in the skies, you have not only the world's most efficient engines, but you can also run them on sustainable aviation fuels, which again, um, just offer a, a non-fossil uh, fuel uh, based alternative. Mm. I've mentioned a few of those current sources, the likes of the biomass derived fuel, waste of fuel, uh, HVO. They are very good alternatives, they're very viable today, uh, and we definitely advocate the use of them. They come with some challenges. We acknowledge those challenges in terms of particularly scale, availability, and also price. Uh, but we don't stop the conversation there. So we are also very passionate and advocating very strongly for synthetic fuels. You may also know them as e-fuels or power to liquid. And again, the relevant to Kenya, relevant to East Africa region is this is a, ideally a perfect place, a perfect environment to produce e-fuels or power to liquid. And I say that because you've got abundant supplies of the raw materials, uh, water for hydrogen, supplies of carbon dioxide, but also renewable energy. You need a strong power source. Again, you don't want that to be a carbon generating power source. So the renewables are here. Um, so we think this is a really viable environment for those synthetically derived fuels. And it's a huge economic opportunity for the region, for Kenya. Uh, it can provide a route to fuel independence and sovereignty and take away the dependence from other areas which is it's hugely attractive these days. But fundamentally, you can use those sustainable fuels in our products, you can use them today, and we can all generate the environmental benefits, which is important for all of us. Thank you very much for that. I can see your passion really for the green agenda. I think it really can be felt. And as a top leader, I just wanted to get your opinion. So what do you think about the nuclear? So alongside many technologies, so one of my key messages is, is this isn't one single technological solution. We need to open the pathways to several solutions. And one of them, very strongly, in a non-carbon way, is, is nuclear opportunity. Now, to be clear, we're not talking, if you like, in the traditional sense, huge, big nuclear power stations with lots of investment, lots of concrete required for carbon. Our Rolls-Royce product is as a small modular reactor. This is not brand new technology, this is proven safe technology uh, that we've had operating in our business for over 40 years. But we now see this as a perfect time to bring it to market within the next decade. And it is complementary to all of the other things, the sustainable fuels, the electrification, but it provides a, non, a significant non-carbon source of power. Mm. And when we think of the huge economic development we're going to see in the likes of Kenya and the continent, it will come with a huge power demand. Things like hospitals, healthcare, universities, data centers. We rely on all of them for our economic development, but they also need a big source of power. Mm. And I don't think we get there without adding a nuclear capability to our spectrum of fuel. Mm. The good thing with nuclear fuel is it's non-carbon. Yes, there's a small amount of nuclear product produced at the end, uh, but that can be easily managed and treated. So to answer your question very directly, I think it is a viable complement alongside lots of other solutions. Thank you very much for that. Two last questions for you. 
do you have a special message? Because in this summit, AEF, we also have the Youth Energy Summit. Do you have a special message for the youth of Africa? For sure. We are passionate about STEM, science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Those skill sets in the youth today are pivotal to pioneer these technologies, to innovate, and to come up with ever-increasing solutions. Uh, we provide STEM awareness sessions. Our, our own staff like to, to connect with the youth, connect with schools, to pass on their knowledge, but fundamentally to inspire the youth, to give them the knowledge and the skill sets and access to technology that they can then innovate themselves. And we've seen fantastic examples of youngsters taking the tools, taking the STEM awareness, and very quickly coming up with their own solutions. You know, they've come up with solar panels that can move using the technologies. Um, and what I would direct people to, if they're interested in Rolls-Royce, they're interested in STEM, they're interested in all of the things we've talked about today, uh, go visit our website, uh, www.rolls-royce.com. Uh, it will have all of the information there. If you're interested in careers and future aspiration in Rolls-Royce globally, we have lots of access, uh, so that's the best place to go. Excellent. My last question for you. I want to finish with the big news. Okay. Opening a new office. When is it? And are we invited? <laughs> so, so we will be opening up our uh, East African headquarters, our representative office here in Nairobi, uh, in the next coming weeks. Uh, we've got a location. Um, so as soon as we're up and running and it, it's fit for purpose, you absolutely have an invite. We'll be glad to, to host you. Thank you very much for that. Thank you for your time, John, and I uh, wish you a good rest of the conference. You Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of Renewables in Action. I hope you learned one or two things today. If you have, please do take action. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you like. You can reach out to me, Tony to you on LinkedIn to connect, to share your feedback. I look forward to speaking with you. Until then, may the sun be with you. See you next time on the Renewables in Action podcast. <laughs>